Welcome to Living a Full Life Podcast. Join us as we explore health topics that encourage raising healthy children, living a healthy life, and living the best life possible. Now, here's your host. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Living a Full Life. I'm your host, Dr. Enrico Dolce This week, we're talking about how your water is probably slowly killing you. Uh, that's what I was going to name the podcast, but we'll, we'll pick a we'll pick a better title for that. But water is so important uh, for life. Of course, it's the number one essential thing we need. But number two is that we don't even know where our water is really coming from, how it's being treated, and how it ends up in our homes. So it's really important that our water is clean. And this whole episode is going to be about how to make sure you're drinking the cleanest water possible for you and your family, and what the risks are if you decide to not do this. So coming from Calgary, I remember growing up as a kid in, in the 80s and 90s, and even in, through the 2000s, Calgary used to rank number one, two, or three in water treatment facility municipalities around the world, in the whole world, as far as cleanliness, processing, uh, some of the cleanest tap water. And they always thrived and, and honked their horns on that. There was always another town in Germany that ranked you know number one consistently every single year, and it was based on their pride in the water treatment um, programs that they did th- through the cities. And Calgary is a large mass city, a large land mass city. It's huge, the diameter of it compared to most municipalities. So that was a huge feat. We were really proud of that. And we were okay drinking out of the garden hose as kids. But in other municipalities, the United States ranks quite low in most cities. Um, so we need to just understand that tap water is just not the best water to be getting one to two gallons in per day, every single day of your life. Um, it just adds up. And this episode, we're going to go through all the things that come in your tap water. And this is this doesn't mean spring water or well water. This is tap water coming from a municipality or a water treatment plant, which pretty much covers 98% of all water that most Americans consume and Canadians consume each and every day. It comes from a, some type of water treatment facility. And the problems that c- can come with this with mass usage of this. Remember we said When it comes to health and wellness, it's not the one big bad thing that we choose that hurts us. It's the small little things that build over time that end up building up to inflammation, inflammation leading to disease. And we we talk about this on so many different episodes on what health and wellness really is. So same thing with water. I'm surprised it's taken this long for me to do a water podcast, but water is really, really important and it cannot be uh, overlooked in any way, shape or form. I'm going to save you a lot of money on this too. You do not need to buy the most expensive water treatment protocols in for your home or your office or wherever it is that you're drinking most of your water. But water has a lot of health benefits to it. Of course, we have to stay hydrated. And the best way to do that is through our water. Uh, Our water provides us the essential hydration that we need. 70, 75%, 80% of our body is made of water. It supports healthy gut digestion and nutrient absorption. In our office, helping people with functional medicine, we understand that a lot of absorption issues and malnutrition issues come from a poor hydration issue. It underlies from a poor hydration issue. People just don't drink enough water or they drink too many diuretics, meaning like caffeine, sodas, and all these things that uh, pull hydration from the body rather than rehydrate the body. And hydration is a complex topic to talk about. It's not simply drinking H2O. It's not simply drinking the water molecule. It is about drinking hydration and getting hydrated in the body, which means salts. We're absorbing water 
and we're using a salt concentration to be pulled into the body. So it's all about salts and minerals that make us get to a level of hydration. So it's not simply filtered water, purely filtered water, like reverse osmosis, which is the most pure water you can drink. Double reverse osmosis is where you get H2O. Purely 99.99999% H2O has nothing else in it. And just strictly drinking that over time can actually lead to a form of dehydration. So that's a that's an advanced topic. That's a little bit later, but it supports healthy digestion and nutrient absorption. That's the pro, that's the reason why we want to stay hydrated and also to stay alive. Uh, it helps regulate body temperature, and uh, that's the importance of of drinking water. The health benefits of it. The other part of drinking filtered water is we want to remove contaminants, and we're going to dive deep into the contaminants portion of this uh, for this whole podcast. Is because I want to scare you out of drinking just any normal water. You have to drink clean, filtered water. Uh, by removing the contaminants, we want to make sure we filter out any impurities. The main things are like chlorine, lead, and heavy metals. These things can lead to what's called metal poisoning. We've heard of lead poisoning, mercury poisoning. These are the main reasons. Most municipalities do a good job at removing most of it. But remember, the... The limits that they allow in the water are still not good long-term for us. It just shows that by drinking municipality water through the course of your life, you probably will not die of lead poisoning or you probably will not die of heavy metal poisoning or chlorine poisoning. That's it. Those are the limits. They're not saying you're going to live a long and healthy life drinking municipality water. So this is the difference between toxicity and allowable, allowable levels. We want to minimize the levels as close to zero as possible throughout our life. This is minimizing toxins. It's very hard to get zero, but we want to try our best. And then we want to reduce exposure to harmful microorganisms and bacteria through the water as well. And there is a lot in municipality water as well. So let's dive deep into contaminants. And then we'll talk about how, you know, cooking with clean water is, is really important. So, Believe it or not, there is an allowable amount in municipality water of E. coli that they allow, bacteria, E. coli, coliform bacteria, and some others that are allowed in the water because getting to 0.00 is very difficult through filtration, so they have allowable levels. So the allowable levels are there to show you that if you drink the water, you probably will not get an E. coli infection, probably being the key word. They also want to eliminate... Uh, Viruses like the norovirus, the rotavirus, the things that make us sick, and protozoa, beaver fever, giardia, <clears throat> cryptosporidium. Uh, there's a whole list of them, protozoa there that we want to filter out through there. So micro uh, microorganisms have to be removed from our water, and this comes through double filtration, which doesn't happen through municipality water supplies. What happens with our homes is we want to have some type of filtration system. So it'll be a pre-filter that pulls out heavy metals, a carbon filter, usually a large carbon filter that ends up pulling 99% of all uh, major particles. This is heavy metals, bacteria, viruses, everything in there. And then a post filter that just siphons through that 99% clear and just tries to get 99.99% of everything out of there. Then that water comes into your home. That should be the main water filtration system. They range from $500 systems all the way to $5,000 systems. Some people add water softeners to this uh, system as well. 
A water softener system is not a water filtration system. Ooh, think about that. Many people have water softeners, but no filtration systems on them. So you need to either have a combo or at least a water filtration system. The next thing is uh, disinfection byproducts known as DBPs. And we have THMs, um, haloacidic acids, chlorides, and bromate. Um, we want to make sure we're getting all this stuff out of our water as well. Chemical contaminants like heavy metals, lead, arsenic, mercury, we talked about these organic chemicals like pesticides and herbicides. Those are not all filtered out. Uh, volatile organic compounds, these are VOCs that come from cosmetics, perfumes, uh, cosmetic supplies, synthetic organic compounds, pharmaceuticals, personal care products. A predominant pharmaceutical that's found in the water that cannot be filtered, that actually the municipalities get right to your home, is birth control estrogen and antidepressants. These all unfortunately cannot get fully uh, filtered through the municipality systems that we have going on. Why? Because they run on the bare minimum. Uh, they try and get out to those FDA approved levels and that's where they send it out to, to your home. So it's up to you to do more to filter this water. One of the biggest things we've seen in the last 20 years is um, early onset uh, cycles for kids starting in their at eight years old, nine years old. Uh, and the, one of the theories is that the, it's the water that we're drinking, both in the school systems, the home systems, the office systems, commercial systems. Uh, they're all coming from municipalities. And these things are not being filtered out. These synthetic organic compounds and mostly the pharmaceuticals that are in their birth control runs rampant in our water supply just because of the mass amounts of population that are on it. Industrial chemicals, solvents, uh, PCBs, and radionuclides like radium, uranium, these things are all trying to be filtered through the municipality systems, but also is why you need to have a filtration system on your home to make sure that these things are being filtered out as much as possible. I mean, radionuclides, I mean, we want to make sure that we're not having any radium, uranium in our water. And this stuff is actually very common. Radium runs common across the United States, North America. It's underground. It's, it's just there. And we want to make sure these radioactive materials are not affecting our overall health. Uh, mineral contaminants, calcium, magnesium, and other hard minerals can also build up in our systems as well. We'll see this uh, with heart conditions and ca high calcium conditions. People will have blood levels of either normal or high calcium and wonder where is this coming from and not be on a supplement. It could be coming from our water. Uh, iron, manganese, any type of heavy metal you can have or mineral con contaminants can be in our water as well. Another reason why we want a good water filtration system. Sediments. How about sediments and particulate matter? Just sand, salt, clay. This stuff all has to be filtered out. Uh, comes through there as well. And turbidity, cloudiness, haziness in water due to suspended particles that are in there. You know, these are microparticles that may not be linked to anything in particular like clay, but it could be in there as well. And then taste and odor compounds as well. By having a good water filtration system in your home, you'll be able to help with the taste and odor compounds. So in our home, what we do is we have that triple filtration system outside of the home. That water comes in. So I know when someone turns on a shower or sits in a bath, we're getting filtered water, which is, which is great. Then in our kitchen, we have a reverse osmosis system. So that, that filtered water now goes into our home and our reverse osmosis filters it again one more time. That water that we're getting is complete H2O. So we have a triple post filter system on this. So it runs through one more carbon filter, 
gets another, you know, 0.09% of stuff out of that. Then it runs through a calcium and a phosphate or potassium rinse. I forget. It runs through another um, potassium rinse. These are the salts I was talking about to remineralize the water at a micro level. So that way, when we drink this water, we're not getting dehydrated. So drinking pure water will just run through your system. If there's no salts, it's all about that osmotic barrier in our bodies, both in our stomach and intestine for absorbability. The salt concentration has to be at a certain level to bypass absorption, to go through absorption. So it's that barrier. Like if you have salt water on one side and you have pure water on the other and you put a sponge down the middle, Eventually, over time, what will happen is the, the salt concentration will be equal on both sides. That's called osmosis. And that's what reverse osmosis filtration system does is it tries to get as much out of the water as possible, but it's up to us to make sure that we put electrolytes back into our water. So, so a good reverse, reverse osmosis system, which I highly, highly, highly recommend, will have a post-salting feature to it or a post-electrolyte uh, feature to it. Those are the two things that will happen with water filtration. Really important um, stuff going on there. Um, tastes and odor compounds, these are these are important too. I mean, the unusual odors that we get um, can be for, for a lot of methylated things that happen in the water. Um, sulfur, uh, methylated, um, lisboronol. These, these are all different compounds in there that give it that smell sometimes that we have that can, that can build up. And that's usually just from stagnant water. So if you, if you go on vacation, come back after a week and you run the water in your home, you may, there may be a smell to it. These are the things from, from the municipality, the water that's just sitting in your pipes uh, for a week, waiting for you to come back home to turn them on and run them again. That's where you get that buildup and that smell. And what will happen is it'll run through your filter systems. Even with our filter systems at home, sometimes we smell it. That's how much of this stuff is actually in there. So it can be in there. Corrosion byproducts, that just happens with plumbing. If you live in uh, in the East Coast of Canada, the United States, it's older. The infrastructure is much older as well. The plumbing's older. The bridges are older. Everything's older. And uh, these things can end up being more prominent on the East Coast than the West Coast where it's newer. So that's one thing. That just comes with normal corrosion. Um, and we want to also reduce the elevated pH or even alkalinity of water as well. And by filtering it, we can actually affect the alkalinity of our water. And that comes in with salting the water as well. Uh, hardness, hard, hard water is actually a buildup of calcium and magnesium. That's what we talk about with um, hard water and why we have softeners in the home. It helps break down the calcium particles there. And you usually see it um, the the water spots on glass you can see it in your showers uh, that's usually because of a calcium buildup in your water so if you're seeing that it means that your filtration system isn't really pulling too much of that out of the water and that's called hardness of water nitrate and nitrites are commonly found in agriculture these if you live by any farming which most people do i mean a suburbia living you, i mean you're all surrounded by farms and those farms have been around for a long time and they've been using fill um Fertilizers for a long time as well. This gets into the water supplies, whether it's well water or municipality water. All of our water comes from the same place. We all pull it from lakes, rivers, and streams, and this stuff all ends up in there. Sulfate. Uh, sulfates can cause, you know, laxative effect in high concentrations. Not too many areas have high sulfates, but again, these are all the things that we want to be pulling out of the water. Now, if a lot of this stuff was over your head, that's okay. It makes you uh, more aware. So hopefully less fearful, but these are the things we want to be working on 
as far as removing contaminants from our drinking water. Really important, especially if we're trying to raise healthy kids. If we want to try and stay healthy, some of us decide to go on like detox programs or try and um, try something healthy with weight loss. And then we wonder why we run into roadblocks with this. And it's simple things that we're doing each and every day, like drinking our water or using a lotion that's contaminated, or using shampoos and conditioners that are not good, uh, using perfumes and colognes, things that we really don't think about that are so habitual uh, deodorants, the stuff we put on our skin gets absorbed. Everything, 20 to 25% of the stuff you put on your skin gets absorbed. The other 75 either washes off or, or doesn't get absorbed. So that's pretty amazing. Same thing when you're having a shower or a bath when you're sitting there, 20% of the water gets absorbed. How many of you have swimming pools? I've always laughed about this. I'll go use the bathroom, go play with the kids in the swimming pool for 30 minutes, and I have to go use the bathroom. Like, and I, like bad, I have to rush to the bathroom and go, go urinate because I'm like, where's this water coming from? I haven't drank anything. It's because my skin's absorbing it because of the salt water and it's, it's passing through there. So if you ever wonder if you're going swimming, why you have to use the bathroom more, it's because your body's absorbing water from being in the water. That's pretty amazing stuff, right? Our skin is an osmotic barrier protecting us from bacteria, viruses, and all those things, but it will absorb things like H2O and any particles that are smaller than the, the water molecules too. So we have to keep that into consideration when it comes to water. Uh, that's it. Better for cooking. It protects against other chemicals. It supports overall health. These are all the reasons as to why we want to remove contaminants in our water. What else? So now brands and things that we can use. We talked about double reverse or triple reverse uh, water. I'm a big fan of Aquasana. I'll put a link in the comments here um, in the in the subtitles for Aquasana. Some link you can just click on it, go straight to their website and check them out. I like them. They did good products. Um, they've done their research. They say the truth on filters and what you need and how often you should replace them. After, you know, 100,000 gallons of water, you should be replacing the main filter, which is the, the one that you're buying. Uh, and they're hundreds of dollars instead of thousands, which is great. It's affordable. It works really well. And there's other great ones out there, too. The Culligan Services have a good um, water index rating as well. Uh, this is really important stuff to do. And then your drinking water is the most important. You, you have to be filtering that. So many of you that are still using tap water, um, crazy bottled waters as well. They have an index rating as well for contaminants. Fiji water for as much as they promote and advertise and do all these things actually rank one of the top uh, bottled water companies out there. I'm not a big fan of bottled water for many reasons. I mean, to, to drink 10 of those every day, I mean, you're going to add up a lot of plastic to the environment, but as long as you're recycling and doing the right things, I guess that works too. Pretty expensive though. If you add up bottled water, it adds up. It's, it's actually pretty expensive. You're better off getting a good filtration system that lasts your family five, six years. And then you can change it every, every five, six years, depending on your water usage. So you just add up your, your water usage in gallons. And once you get to the limit, whether it's a million gallons or 500,000 gallons, the average family goes about a hundred thousand gallons a year in, in drinking water. Um, so just look into those numbers and how often you have to make the changes and add that expense to your health and wellness regimen because clean water goes a very, very long way to a healthier life as far as detoxification goes in, in the body. It's really, really important. And uh, and staying hydrated. It's all about those salt and electrolyte compounds in there. As always, if you have questions, reach out to us. We love this stuff. And we did so great on this 
five-part series about parenting and neurodevelopmental about kids. I was thinking about doing another five-part series about parenting on the about for parents. But what what do we do for ourselves? How cool would that be? So stay tuned for that. That's how we're going to roll in season two of Living a Full Life. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Stay healthy. Stay well. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Living a Full Life podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.